And welcome, once again, to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and you can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald. Jimmy Lemke, my co-host, will not be joining us. We're recording this a little late in the evening on uh, Sunday, uh, just because of Selection Sunday and everything, and uh, Jimmy's probably sleeping off what St. Patrick's Day had to offer him, but he will definitely be back next week, and you can find him on Twitter at PantherU. And as always, you can find the podcast on Twitter at HorizonRT. So we're going to do a little different, do things a little differently this week. Um, As we well know, everything has kind of been settled. Um, The the last year of Motor Madness, uh, Motor City Madness, has taken place, and Northern Kentucky has triumphed. Uh, they beat um, <clears throat> they beat Wright State, the number the top seed in the finals. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the game. In fact, um, it won't just be me, as as I'm sure some of, most of you who follow Twitter have noticed. Uh, we posted a couple of audio clips this week um, of both days at Motor City Madness at Little Caesar, it, Caesars Arena, both the semifinals and the finals. Uh, we had both Carrick Jones and Matt Dudek on the ground for us recording audio. So without any, we'll go a little bit, get into a little bit more about the kind of the matchups for the postseason, um, both in terms of the NCAA, the NIT, and whatever other tournament happens to be going on. Uh, we'll get into that after we listen to these two clips. Um, the first clip, of course, is going to be uh, a recap of the first, the semifinal action um, for Matt and Carrick. And then the second, um, in real time, I, I can't believe they were able to pull this off, but they actually, the second clip is the, the final seconds of the uh, of the final game, um, in which the Norse were were triumphant, and they actually also recorded the uh, the trophy ceremony and uh, all of those things. So we definitely want to have. Um, we're definitely going to be. Um, we we've got a lot of a lot of that there. So without any further ado, um, here's the uh, here's our recap uh, on the ground from Motor City Madness. And welcome to the Horizon Podcast. We are uh, recording right after the NKU OU game here. It's Monday night. Uh, I want to try to get you guys a little bit of uh, recording information and just kind of talk about what we just saw in the two uh, semifinals games, getting ready for the uh, finals here. Uh, it's myself, Matt Dudek, Chris Talk OU. I've got Carrick Jones with me. Yep, and you can find me online at Carrick underscore Jones. And uh, the games kind of went how I had predicted. Um, Wright State kind of blew away Green Bay. They shut down uh, Sandy Cohen. And then uh, that last game we watched, unfortunately, a heartbreaker for Matt here. Uh, Oakland loses at the buzzer, leaving uh, Horizon League Player of the Year, Drew McDonald, wide open. Let's let's do this in order. What do you say? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, so uh, we had Wright State, Green Bay, and uh, it went exactly how Carrick predicted pretty much. It was it was it was a blowout. I mean, I think that the game was a little. Uh, it wasn't as close as the final score showed. Um, Sandy Cohen got shut down, which surprised me. Um, I think he. I don't have stats in front of me. I think he had less than ten. It, it was not a great game for him. And he uh, fouled out. Fouled out. Yeah, he just 
he didn't get going and uh love did his job on down low wampler hit some big shots and right state did what right state does yeah and now it's going to be uh right state and the uh sophomore phenom love in the horizon lake final and that's a right state nku final like uh i think a lot of people predicted and unfortunately there's not very many fans in the house empty seat picks uh Get to Little Caesars Arena tomorrow night. All right. So, anything else to add on that one? I don't know. No, it, it was a pretty pedestrian game. I mean, they just uh, Green Bay made a run, you know, midway through the second, and then Red State came back and put them away. A lot of offensive fouls on Green Bay down the stretch, and that's what killed them. All right. So let's get to the uh, the more fun game, if you will. Um, I just want to say, if you listen to the Horizon that we uh, dropped uh, just today, this morning, you would have listened to it. Hopefully before the, the semifinals, I predicted that this game was going to come down to the last 90 seconds, and I just want that little bit of credit that I actually got one right. Yeah, no, you did. It came down right to the last 90 seconds, and unfortunately, um, OU not only misplayed their scoring drive at the end, um, but then misplayed the defensive play, and Drew McDowell was allowed open, despite uh, Javon Cumberland being in his face, and he was able to hit the game-winning three. Uh, OU jumped out to almost a 20-point lead, I think. It was, yeah, it was getting close to would have been 20 on a missed layup by uh, Brechting. Yeah, in the, in the first half, um, they had all the momentum. Shots were falling. They were working inside out, which is when, what OU did all season when it was time to win. Uh, when they were playing well, they worked inside out, and they were really able to do that to open this game. Um, there was a lid on the basket for NKU, which was definitely helping. Uh, it was a very OU-friendly environment. I mean, uh, I think I saw there was about 5,000 people here tonight. Um, I think that might have been a little high, but I don't. I don't know if I can predict this arena. I don't know. But at well least enough. two thousand were probably OU related folks. Yeah, absolutely, and it was a very OU crowd. Um, like I said, they got out to all. It was an eighteen point lead. It should have been twenty. Recting Mr. Bunny, uh, that would have pushed it to twenty. But as expected, NKU is a great team, and they came back. They did their job, and uh, come halftime, we were all knotted up, and uh, so the first half didn't matter. Uh, NKU took the lead for most of the second half. Yep. Um, uh, if you were following me on Twitter, I counted OU out with about six minutes left. Um, they were gassed. Um, they, they just didn't think they had anything in the tank, and they, they did make me look wrong. Um, they came back. They tied it up. Then they took the lead. They were up two with, what, nine seconds? Mm-hmm. I think it was nine seconds left um, on Cumberland, Cumberland at two free throws. Yep. Um, he got into the lane. He got to the line. Um, all, was, all was good. Um, timeouts were called. Um, that's important because Campy used his last timeout in that in that little span there. We, there was some some question about if he had a timeout remaining. Um, he used his last timeout. He did not have one, and that was important because what ended up happening is uh, Campy had every, he didn't have Brechting. Um, he went with a little bit smaller lineup, and somebody didn't switch when they're supposed to, which left of all people Drew McDonald wide open from the top corner. Ladies and gentlemen, he's your player of the year for a reason. You don't leave Drew McDonald open with one and a half seconds left on the clock like anybody else. I mean, don't leave anybody. You're up two. You just don't give up a three. You let them hit the two. You foul if you need to be, you know, don't give up a last second three in the semifinals in Detroit. And once again, Oakland loses on a last second shot. Uh, The timeout thing mattered because they didn't have one. And uh, so... One and a half seconds, just kind of quick inbound, half-court lobbed. It didn't matter. It was not even close. It, the game was over. And unfortunately, Detroit has not been great to Oakland since the tournament's been here. I mean, that's what, four, three times they choked uh, at Motor City Madness in the final, and it's 
it's semifinal, but yeah. Or yeah, semifinal, but you know, Not nevertheless, the, the final games here at Motor City Madness and the last Motor City Madness is going to have a right state. NKU final and, and Oakland's not there and, and just to see the Campy's angry and I hope he can come back and get his team together and, and, and hopefully Mike Davis is still with U of D next year and uh, he can he can build a team to compete with them as the tournament travels to Indy well, we'll be back tomorrow night for the final should we talk about that real quick? yeah we'll be back for the final um, I, it's going to be the three headed monster for Northern Kentucky versus uh, the big men from Wright State, so we know you know Wright State's gonna run run, run love. Um, what did they split the series? I believe they did. Pretty sure we split the series. That makes sense. That, that would that's what they would do. Um, I mean, it's, we're we're just coming in even. Um, just based on the crowds, I think it's gonna be a slightly more NKU crowd. They it a little bit seem to have a little few more fans here, but that's not gonna be a factor. It's it's gonna be a cavern. Yep. Little Little Caesar's gonna be a cavern tomorrow. Olympia was probably Oakland's biggest fan tonight, and they just they didn't finish. They didn't switch, and you yeah. left McDonald open. But, folks, I can tell you the spread and the media room here is wonderful. <laughs> Thanks, Horizon. But, uh, really, um, it's, it's, I think it's going to be a great matchup. It's your 1-2 matchup, and that's when's the last time Horizon League finally got a 1-2 matchup. Right, it's the matchup they wanted. So, it's, nevertheless, we're on to the final day of the Horizon League tournament, and who will represent the Horizon League Probably as a 14 or 15 seed. Well, that's definitely what we're fighting for. All right, um, Carrick, what do you got tomorrow? Uh, I am going to go NKU. Ooh. I actually am also going to go NKU, the two seed, um, which means it's going to be right state. Uh, mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I, I like NKU. I do. I hate what they just did to, to, to Oakland, but you know what? I, I said it on... At the beginning of the year, I got to go back to this open thing one more time. My last chance, probably. I said in the uh, the fan battle that this Oakland team was going to be better than anyone expected. And I think they, you know, they were playing with house minor day. They just didn't finish. So now it's NKU's time. Um, I, I I like I like what they're what they're going to bring. I think uh, tomorrow I expect to see a little bit more out of Tate uh, yep. and Sharp. Um, I think they're going to carry it a bit. Sharp's got to get hotter earlier. Yeah, I mean, watch I say that, and I'm not looking at stats watch he probably had a, a killer game but it on the eye test it wasn't so no he, he got hot late so all right so we're both saying nku tomorrow which means it's gonna be a right state victory and, yep but uh that's all i got you got anything else nope excited hey, for tomorrow hey i hope you guys are enjoying following this i hope you're following us on twitter we're trying to tweet as much as we can from the game um if you have questions for the media room let us know we'll try to ask those there wasn't really much to uh to drop in today we were gonna ask about the timeout but uh can't be addressed that very early for us so hey we're just trying to uh, bring bring this to the horizon fans hope you guys uh watch the games enjoyed the games and uh talk to you guys tomorrow absolutely take care all right uh roundtable fans uh we are actually doing this live in the last minute here uh we've got 57 seconds left on the clock it's 64 77 nku nku is about to wrap this up here we're just gonna we figured we'd try to go live and uh i'll just give you that you can hear the crowds getting behind it Drew McDonald telling his fans to get out there. Looks like the North will go dancing for his, what, the second time in three years? In, what, three years as a D1? Yeah, they're... Drew McDonald getting into high-five in NKU fans' courtside. That's pretty cool to see. Uh, this game is not even as close as the score is going to show.
No. And he's been for 30 minutes now. And I know the feeling that those fans are feeling right now. Matt knows the feeling, and, and this place is going to get erratic. In about eight seconds, you're going to hear it. The Norse, for the second time in three years, are going to the NCAA tournament. Here we go, Norse. We're dancing. That's pretty cool on the board. You can see it, NKU. They're champions, baby. Wright State has nothing to be ashamed of. They 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 fought up until today. Uh, we'll talk about this in a few minutes, but probably the most unprepared I've seen Nagy in a final so far. A uh, little little bit surprising that this game wasn't closer. I really thought it would be, but. Uh, NKU came out from the get-go, and they really wanted to win this one. So, they wanted it more. They had the energy. Sharp, Donald, uh, what, a bunch of, uh, Walton had 15, Tate had 17. I mean, Robinson, 15. This was a team, team effort today. We're going to have the award presentation coming up. I, I'm hoping to, to kind of get all this recording done during it. It's something we don't need to get to do with the ride zone. It might sound like crap, though. We're going to find out when we're done recording. Yeah, we will. We've got that trophy out there. Uh, we saw our buddy Lacrone earlier.
and the band, they're celebrating. They've got the ladders up. We're getting ready to start cutting some nets here from uh, Little Caesars Arena. Very interesting choice for uh, music. And unfortunately, the very rowdy right sneak fans, I believe, are being escorted to the bus. Probably. Hey, they got a championship today in, uh, in the women, but uh, men, men come up short, heading to the what? The NIT? Right State fans just got caught trying to steal the Norse flags. That was a thing. Right State fans, I hope some of you are sober enough to be driving because I'm pretty sure some of you are not. Ladies and gentlemen, the home lines and we'd like to thank you for your attendance and support of our student athletes. We'd also like to recognize the 313 Presents staff and the entire crew for its tireless efforts in helping to present an outstanding 2019 Little Caesars Horizon Events Basketball Championship. Tarek, uh, what did this game come down to for you? Joining the champion of the New York here on the stage, we've got Horizon Commissioner John McCone and Ed Blake, Senior Vice President of Marketing from Little Caesars Enterprises. Commissioner McCone. Now these guys are anxious to get their trophy. Here's the cone. Pretending to give props to Wright State, I don't buy it, but that's okay. Thanks, Cone. It's our great, great pleasure to present the championship trophy for the 2019 Little Caesars Men's Basketball Championship to the Norse from Northern Kentucky University. They've got the gold glitter going behind them, setting up that TV moment for a one shining moment for them. But the new team from Northern Kentucky, all five starters in double figures. Led by Tate today with 17. Robinson had 15. Walton had 15. And I mean, a team that might not even been here last night, on very close to a block shot, UMD had an almost 10 point lead on halftime on them. And they, they found a way to win. And you know what? Whoever gets them as a 14-15 as a seed, Put the money on Vegas. I, I, I'd pick the upset. This is a good team. Um, we'll see what happens with Drew McDonald. Give me a play. I'm, I'm hoping Drew McDonald can get a little bit healthier. It's pretty clear that he was struggling down low still a little bit. Uh, Loud and Love was having his way, but uh, Loud and Love couldn't put the ball in the bucket when it mattered today. And I think that's kind of started things off in the wrong direction for right today. Well, and I think the other big thing is, you know, Hopefully they're going to find a game to get a little bit more rest here. Having almost a right, resistance to John we Brandon. You hear from uh, John Brandon here. Coach Brandon, if you would please. Trying to find Coach Brandon. He don't want to talk. He's, he's celebrating. Let Where, him be. Where's the Bud Light? Where's the Miller? What do they drink down there? Water. Gatorade. Oh, Gatorade. Yeah, Powered? Gatorade. Yeah, Powered. It's in a blue state. All right, Coach. 
the third of three hard-fought matches with Wright State here this season. We come in as the two seed. One point six. Thank Michelle walking out of here. Thanks for uh, broadcasting for us, Trent. Today was a fresh start to the championship game. I think anytime you have an emotional lift like that after an up and down game, that that carries over. The tournament play with being only one day to go in less than 24 hours to come back. But I want to congratulate Wright State. They're the truest form of a champion. It's really been, you know, we've battled with them the last three years for the championship this league. And, uh, to beat them uh, is, is, is really, really difficult. So they had a phenomenal season. Coach Nagy and their staff. And I'm just proud of these guys. We're a championship caliber program, and this is who we are. Motor Station, they made the trip out here from Motor City Madness and those waiting home. What do you have to say for them? All the Norse fans out there in the stands right now, it felt like BB and T Arena here tonight. I hope BB and T Arena has more people in it than it did tonight. That's if this felt like BB&T Arena, we might have bigger problems. Right, maybe what, 3,000? We're not done yet. Lucky? Maybe 3,000. Thank you very much. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's call your attention to the video board and congratulate members of the Motor City Madness All-Tournament Team with a special recognition to three players on this stage right now that made the All-Tournament Team from Northern Kentucky. Tyler Sharp. we got McDonald, Tate, Sharp, Wappler, and Jim Cumberland Jim. as your, uh, your All-Tournament Team. I think it's yeah, the the Did he, did he play, play in this tournament? You hear from uh, Drew McDonald apparently? Cold blooded last night, 1.6 seconds to go. You knock it down, which is basically felt like an away game for a minute with the open crowd here. Tonight you followed up with 13 points, some timely threes, and some great rebounding as well. What's going through your mind right now as you stand here on stage? What are some of the best champions yet? My back hurts. <laughs> All the work this team put in, just my teammates. The grind we've gone through since, I mean, really last minute. I mean, this has been a year long process. And I mean, just the ups and downs we've gone through as a team. I mean, no season's perfect. And certainly ours wasn't this year. We we fought and we grinded and we went to work every day just to be able to celebrate with these guys. I mean, we did it two years ago and that was special. And this one's just as special just to be able to do it with these guys in my senior year. It's unbelievable. You hold Greg State to 38% from the floor tonight. 77-66 is the final. How much attention to defense did you take in going to the game tonight? Uh, we knew we had to focus on your position defensively. That was one of the things that Coach challenged us all weekend, not just this game. And uh, they're a really good defensive team, but we knew we were going to score. We got enough weapons offensively to score. And if we could just focus on defense in every possession, just win every little four-minute war defensively, we knew we were going to just live in the process and the results would come our way. Motor City Madness champions once again. Congratulations. Drew McDonald, let's give it a one more time for the Northern Kentucky North. We're going to have Nat Cunningham. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes your championship award ceremony, the Horizon League. And 313 presents thank you for your support all Motor City Madness long. Have a great night and drive home safely. And like that, we are closing down Motor City Madness. And as an Oakland fan, I can only say thank God. Hold on, we got NKU band again one time.
So we're looking at some brackets, and all we see is that, I uh, was this ESPN's? Who, who are we looking at? Joe Lunardi. Lunardi had Wright State as a 15, playing Duke. NKU Duke in South Carolina, possibly? That's not what, oh man. Oh, and now they, they're ruining this with one shining moment. Oh my gosh. Okay, we're gonna try to talk over. Hopefully we can hear this, we'll find out. Um, I think tonight came down to uh, ball going in the hoop, as easy as that. Silly as that sounds. We've got NKU's uh, team coming over celebrating with the fans and band. That's a good call. The, the fans did a nice job out here. I, I, I applaud them. Uh, they did, and unfortunately, they're blasting one track moment now. Hopefully, you guys can still hear us. It's pretty quiet. Um, yeah, it, it came into Love, Love didn't get it going early. Wamper didn't get it going early, and uh, NTU came out and they, I think they led. Yeah, the yeah, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was obvious. I, just, I kept waiting for the right state run. I, I predicted that it would be uh, less than ten and a half, and uh, a two possession game of four minutes. And NKU said, "Nope, you're wrong today." Yeah, they, they came out, started, got it going, and everybody else joined in. You know, when you have all five scores, double figures tonight, and only one with four fouls, there's nothing right to can do, and the horse wanted it more. And uh, I have a feeling NKU is not going to win this conference in four or five years. They are on the Loyola-esque trajectory right now, folks. I don't agree, but that's all right. Um, what else? What else? I mean... Hey, we're closing out Motor City Madness. We're moving to Indy from here for next year. Um, whether we like it or not, I'm, it's, it's, that's where it's at. I know I'm excited to go to Indy. I like Indy. Um, I don't like that it's at uh, IUPUI's home gym, but other than that, I actually I like the arena choice. It's a good good venue. Can I fly there? I mean, I guess that's nice. You could. Well, you can fly to Grand Rapids if you want to from here. Um, so... I, I saw a tweet from Tony Paul. I don't know what his info is, but he's usually pretty well connected, uh, saying that uh, Grand Rapids is actually the runner-up for that tournament, which is something I've been saying. Would have been great. All you beer drinkers, you'd have been in heaven there. But we get Indy. Um, there's a lot to look forward to with this league. Uh, I don't think we're ready to get into all that yet. I'm not ready to close the season down. NKU's done, their, done it. They were predicted to win. They came in as the two-seed co-champion. But they, uh, they finished today when they needed to. Um, I'm surprised it was by as much as it was, but hey, that, that's what it is. Um, I think NKU is going to be at most a 14 seed, probably a 15. Um, and that's, that's not going to be an easy draw for them wherever they're at. Um, it's going to be a, an away game for sure. And, you know, we're starting to get some net cutting going on here. Uh, I always love watching net cutting. It's a cool... Cool process. Did you ever get to cut some net? I did. I did in uh, 2012. Twice I was fortunate to be asked to, to cut a piece of net, and uh, I still have those. are pretty cool. I don't have mine, but I did get uh, um, like to uh, thank uh, Bob McDonald and uh, Jimmy Lemke for letting me and Carrick come out and uh, represent the Rise on podcast and pretend to be media people for two days. It's been a lot of fun, I know, for me. Yeah, absolutely. Second time I've been able to come down here and uh, help them out. Hopefully, we'll, uh, everyone will hear from us again, pending New Year Open getting there. 
folks, I hope this is fun. I hope that you were able to hear all of us. We'll, we'll find out when we listen to this in a minute what this recording actually kind of sounded like. But uh, it's kind of a cool uh, perspective to be able to broadcast from the end of the game. Um, hey, thanks for following along. Those of you guys that have been, we appreciate the kind words over the past few days about what we've been putting out there, just trying to get some Horizon Roundtable uh, content out there. It's, uh, it's a cool thing to have people that care about this league. We need more fans getting into it. Definitely more fans, fans getting into it, and you know we're excited to get to the death season. Yet we got you know uh, spring recruiting coming up, and uh, you know all NCAA tournaments playing. I uh, I encourage everybody going forward for the next uh, week or whatever it is uh, become a, become an NKU fan. Don't root against them. We we need them to do well in the tournament. Makes makes our league look good. Makes us all money. Yeah, it makes us money, man. If they could pull pull that upset. Whew. Just better not be against Duke. That's all I care. I, I don't care who it's against, but. Um, NKU, congratulations, NKU fans. Enjoy it. You deserved it. Um, that's all I got. You got, you got anything? Nope. This is uh, Matt and Garrett signing out for right. Little Caesars Arena one last time. Horizon Podcast, we're out. And I'd like to thank once again, um, you know, Carrick and uh, Matt and Carrick. Um, you know, they did. They, I, they obviously filled in for Jimmy and I last week. Uh, did a hell of a job filling in for us. Um, and we, you know, I'll talk a little bit about this at the end of the show. But, um, but, but the fact that we were able to get, uh, be able to be on the ground for 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 Motor City Madness was. Uh, really, really, kind of something that uh, we were hoping uh, we 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 hoped we might be able to do. Uh, we weren't really sure how that was going to play out, but um, in the end, it worked out great for everyone. Um, again, we'll tell you know. We, so um, you know, as much crap as we give the Horizon League, we got to thank all those folks over there for uh, for you know. First of all, <laughs> accommodating uh, you know, kind of the last second request we were trying to. Uh, we, we were, in fact, trying to, you know, get the credentials to begin with. Um, ran into a couple of technical difficulties, but uh, the the, uh, the folks over at uh, the Horizon League were 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 accommodating enough to us. And um, I, I got to say, for as much crap as we've given the Horizon League over the last um, forever, uh, I we were, we're very glad that, uh, you know, we we were able to participate in in this event and uh i guess this makes us legit i suppose <laughs> um so as we talked about already um the selection sunday has has come and gone um by and large um and northern kentucky will and this actually is kind of a pretty good uh this is actually a pretty good uh, step in the right direction uh, there was a lot of speculation where Northern Kentucky would be in the brackets. Um, it was any we, they were going to be anywhere from a 13 or four, uh, I'm sorry anywhere from a 14 or 15 seed. Um, and it turns out they are going they are in fact uh, going to find find themselves in a in the 14 seed, as a 14 seed. So a little bit of an improvement from last year. Last year, as we know. Um, Wright State was uh, was 50, uh, a little improvement from last year, and um, unfortunately the 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 opponent that they've drawn is is none other than Texas Tech, who had shared the who had actually shared the uh, the top spot in the Big Twelve, um, 
and were on a roll. I mean, they were really uh, they were on a roll um, up until their uh, up until the Big 12, 12 tournament, and they inexplicably just uh, they they lost by five to. Uh, they they were they were the second seed they did were picked second seed in the in the Big Twelve tournament and they lost to the ten seed uh, West Virginia so that, I mean they lost to the bottom team that which is which I'm sure was a surprise to uh, Red Raider fans no doubt but bef- prior to that they they were they were really on a tear um, th- that they had kind of a that they had a had a slip up at the end I probably is you know this is obviously the reason why uh they're a three seed and not uh not a little further so it, it's definitely going to be a a daunting task for the norse to be able to um find a way to get a win um you know 14 uh, you know 14 seed victories over three seeds are are are, are a pretty rare thing indeed um I, as a Cleveland State fan, obviously I know how the I know the uh, the rarity of it. I mean, you know, the, we're talking about you know we'll, we'll still talk about we'll talk about 1986 until my, I am dead in the ground of how Cleveland State as a 14 seed beat uh, beat um, beat Indiana and then made it to the Sweet 16 and uh, um, and they you know let's <laughs> and lower seeds have been making making some headway. Uh, ever since then, um, up to and including last year when you had, uh, you know, Maryland, Balt- the UMBC, Maryland, Baltimore County, the 16 seed, the only 16 seeds that's ever beaten a one seed. So it, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but it is absolutely going to, it's going to be a really heavy lift. Um, specifically for, you know, specifically when you have a Texas Tech who's been ranked in the top 10 in the country for for a good chunk of the season. And one of the things that you really, they really, uh, the Norse are really going to have to focus on is um, they have, you know, their, their, their top star is obviously Jared Culver. He's, the sophomore is, you know, he leads... <laughs> Like at least four, he leads the team in four categories. He averages 18 points a game. He averages 6.2 rebounds a game. He's get, he's their leading assist guy at 3.6. He's even stealing 1.7 a game. Um, plus they got their you know they plus they got Tariq Owens. I mean the, the, here's a guy who's averaging two and a half blocks a game. You know this is their senior guy. He's their big guy in the middle. This is the guy that uh, this is the guy that Chris fought and and. Drew McDonald are definitely going to have to contend with, because um, this guy can definitely jump out the gym, and he definitely has um, a. I mean, he could definitely block, and that is going to. I mean, that that interior game for for the Red Raiders. Um, I want to say it's it, it may be a matchup problem for the North. Um, Northern Kentucky, of course, which is interesting because Northern Kentucky is probably has one of the bigger, you know, front courts in, uh, had one of the bigger front courts in the, in the, in the Horizon League between McDonald and Vote. Uh, so, um, I'm going to be very interested in seeing how, how that shakes out, how that kind of plays for the, uh, how that's going to play for the Norse. Um, the, so, so kind of set your uh, set your clocks, um, you know, fake a disease at work or do whatever because the uh, 
you know, the game is going to be at 1.30 on Friday on the 22nd. So um, it's going to be, on, as I understand it, it's going to be on TNT. So, uh, um, you know, mark your calendars. It's going to be, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what the uh, what the North can do um, kind of in the face of this. And it's it's a pretty, again, it's Texas Tech. It's, it's going to be a pretty tough hill to climb. Not an insurmountable one, though. Um, so, so I'm going to be very interested in seeing what they, what, what the Norse have to offer, uh, the Red Raiders. So, um, but of course, as we know, uh, Northern Kentucky is not the only one who's going to be, no, has, uh, going to be in the postseason. As we well know, the good folks at, uh, Wright State are also be, by virtue of the fact of winning the regular season title, will be, uh, going to the NIT and... <laughs> I don't know. It's, I, I've, it's very interesting. I think, if nothing, I think the folks at the NIT have a little bit of a sense of humor, uh, because the uh, in their draw they get uh, they they get the their seven seed and they're going to be playing the number two seed, who is the who finished the team who finished eighth in the ACC this year, Clemson. And if that is familiar to every anybody. <laughs> It's because the the Clemson Tigers are are coached by Brad Brownell, um, and of course, as we know, Brad Brownell uh, was a uh, was you know a pretty instrumental in kind of the the revitalization uh, of of Wright State basketball uh, Wright State basketball. Um, after B, uh, Paul Biancardi obviously uh, left due, due to his issues, um, Brad Brownell, uh, the guy who brought the, uh, who was able to get the, uh, get Wright State back to the NCAA tournament, and then um, lo and behold, um, he's he's uh, you know going up against Scott Nagy, who also got them to the NCAA tournament. Um, you know, obviously the. The reason that, uh, and of course, you know, obviously, you know, the, you know, the Clemson job is, you know, what, what Brownell took after he left Wright State. So hey, he's been there for a little while. Um, and also, and I should point this one out too, and this, uh, and for those of you who have been scoring at home, and I think this is going to be a, you guys will be very interested in, uh, those of you who've been around long enough, uh, there will be another familiar face to those of you from the Horizon League in David Scara. And for those of you who, um, and if, if you know that name, it's because he used to play at, uh, he used to play at Valpo, um, back when Valpo was in fact still a part of the Horizon League. So there's going to be some, uh, familiar faces, uh, to contend with, but the big one you need to, but the, but the big face, the uh, big person, team that the, you know they're going to really have to contend with though. Uh, their leading scorer is Marquise Reed. Um, the guy's averaging almost 20 points a game. The guy's the guy is averaging almost you know two, you know almost two and a half steals a game. Um, and the even bigger problem for them is going to be uh, is going to be Elijah Thomas. Um, guy gets uh, eight rebounds a game. So. Um, it's going to be interesting because you have, and this, I think this is going to be kind of the test for, this is going to be the test for Loud and Love. 
Um, because, you know, as we all know, that, you know, Loud Love is a pretty big presence in the middle, so we are definitely going to be, I'm looking forward to that, I'm actually looking very forward to that, uh, to that matchup, um, as opposed, and, you know, and on the defensive side, it's going to be, it's going to be up to that back, that, uh, that right state backcourt to see, uh, kind of what they can put together in terms of a defensive plan for Marquise Reed, um, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be never a dull moment. So uh, I I know I'm looking forward to it, and I know we all are as well. So uh, so that's gonna be a game that comes up. Um, let's see here, and of course this is the one game I just I, I kind of touched on on I know who they're playing. I just don't know when they're playing. Um, give me so, um, and of course yeah. Why would I not know this? I don't know because probably I'm doing this at you know 10 o'clock at night Eastern Standard Time and uh, yes of course I'm sorry um, make that uh, March 20th so they will be playing on Wednesday at 7 p.m. in on and they will be on ESPN3 so uh, interesting um, but yeah so they will definitely be uh, so we'll, we'll be seeing Wright State first this week um, we are not done though. I don't think, uh, as of right now, and this may be subject to change, of course, but the the C uh, there will be no uh, there will be no Horizon League teams in the CBI this year. However, there will be a um, let's see here. There will definitely be a, a at least one Horizon League team in the CIT. Um, and that will, of course, be IUPUI. So IUPUI, um, obviously, who kind of uh, who, who started off pretty good in the non-conference and then kind of sputtered at the end, uh, unfortunately, uh, they are going to be actually going to they're going to be starting everything off on Tuesday. Uh, they're going to be taking on Marshall and they're going to be taking on Marshall at Marshall. So uh, that's going to be an interesting matchup for them. Um, Marshall, of course, is out of Conference USA. Uh, Marshall, of course, had... Um, let's see here. It, I'm, I'm trying to think, because I think Marshall, at, at one point in time, um, and I'm not sure this is still true, it may be, um, Marshall may also have some familiar uh, faces from the Horizon League. I understand, if I'm not mistaken, Marshall is where, uh, I want to say, former Cleveland State head uh, assistant coach Cornelius Jackson went, but... Uh, I'm not 100% if that's still true, um, but yes. Yeah, so, so Marshall did. You know, Marshall did. Uh, Marshall did pretty well this year. They finished. Uh, they finished third in Conference USA. Uh, they were 19 and 14. They finished behind uh, uh, Old Dominion and uh, and Western Kentucky. Um, so one of their big. So um, they're going to be. You're going to. Uh, IUPUI is going to be looking at uh, John Elmore. I mean, this you know, this is a guy who's going to be, uh, this is guy is going to be the one who's going to be the problem for them. He's the, uh, he's averaging almost 20 points a game. Um, he's, and he, I mean, he, he's also averaging, you know, five assists a game. You're going to have to rattle this guy f before anybody at this point. Um, I mean, he's had 30 plus games all over the board this last season, so he could definitely be a problem for them. This is definitely something that uh, that uh, Cameron Justice is definitely going to have to look forward to. I think this is good. that's going to be a good matchup. Um, truth be told, I think the uh, that uh, the Justice for, uh, uh, that they go you know, or. You know, that matchup is going to be 
kind of an interesting one for them. Um, and he's not. She and Elmore's not the only one. They also have C.J. Burks. Um, so that backcourt is going to be, you know, that backcourt matchup between IUPUI and and Marshall is going to be pretty pretty tough because Burks average himself averages 17.7 points a game. So it, it's going to be an interesting road to hoe there for the uh, for the Jags. Um, so. That is, and again, <laughs> they're still coming. You know, they're still coming in. Um, we have not heard, we haven't heard back. We haven't heard from, uh, heard about, uh, heard whether or not UIC is going to be taking a, uh, doing having a bid, um, or anybody else for that matter. Right. Uh, so, um, I guess we. Uh, I, I want to say we're going to be amending this, but there's absolutely no chance in hell we're amending this. <laughs> so, um, so. I am good. We're, you know, with that said, um, um, the last thing I wanted to close out with is, um, like I said, I really want to thank, uh, I really wanted to thank Matt and, and Matt and Carrick for being on board. And, and I really want to thank you guys. Uh, the guy, uh, everybody who's been listening to us, um, since we started, since we restarted the podcast in, in last March and, more to the point, the folks have been following us, you know, followed us in, you know, since 2015 or even longer than that when, when Jimmy had his, uh, that, that one-off back in 2013. Um, we can't do this without you guys. Um, so, you know, and, you know, I know we all, you know, I know there's some things we can say that we, we all disagree about, but honestly, it has been a hell of a run this year and um it's not over <laughs> we still have some we, we still have some runway we've got uh we'll we'll be back next week we're gonna have we're gonna recap some of the, we're gonna recap the postseason games and then in two weeks from now we got ourselves uh the the fan battle royale which will be span two episodes and uh you know that was fun last year it's gonna be a hell of a time this year so um as always you can find episodes of the horizon roundtable on sportshacks.com, H-A-X.com. And you can find us uh, where podcasts are available. So that's it, and thank you all for listening.